You're listening to The Occupational Philosophers with Simon Banks and John Rice. Hi, and welcome to another episode of The Occupational Philosophers. And this is an in-betweener episode, which is short and sharp and focused on trying to kickstart things for you that help you be more curious, creative and imaginative, whether that's on your own, as part of a team or as part of an organisation in whatever capacity. Simon, hello. Hello, or in the bath, John, as we say, wherever you may be, <laughs> wherever your space, your time. So, I never like to put the idea or image of baths and us into anybody's minds. So, no, I wasn't thinking about us. I was thinking purely about sitting there listening about your own bath space. But that's somewhere where we'll decide. We'll leave that away. Now, John, what I've been thinking about. We always like to say, what's a little piece we can share? We might better practice with your team or with yourself. Just one little thing that you can do to spark that little piece of creativity, be a little bit more curious, a bit of imagination. This is something I've tried a bunch of times that I think really works really well. It's called walk, look, and write. It sounds interesting, Simon. Tell me more. Well, it's as technical as it sounds. And this, <laughs> and often we, I'll, first I'll frame this with a quote and says, collaboration is not about gluing together existing egos, it's about the ideas that never existed until everyone entered the room. Very nice. So I love this space, of, you know, we all do, we love this space of when teams collaborate, whether whatever project that is on, whether you're doing something, nothing to do with work at all, but you build, you create, you design, and you make something bigger than everyone in that room. However, we also understand that we don't all think the same. So it's really good to have time for synchronous work when you're together and that asynchronous work when you're by yourself. And this is a technique of views, which is a really great way to be curious and look at the world around you. Number one thing, put your phone in your pocket. Number two, Mm. go for a a walk. Number three, as you walk, look. And everything that you see, write that down. And this is to a a level of minutiae that you normally wouldn't. So if you see a pattern on a leaf, you write that down. If you see the colour red, you write that down. If you see the ocean, you write that down. If you see waves crashing, you write that down. If you see, let's say an angle on a car or a colour or a reflection, you write that down as well. What you get is you're really curious, you see a whole bunch of things, and then when you come back from that walk, you look at your list and there's like literally hundreds of ideas if you've been writing dramatically. And there, there's some inspiration to start from. It sounds really interesting. And again, I can imagine myself doing this. Is it that you should, or you recommend then, you're going out with a particular issue or thought in mind before you go walk look and write down so is it you could go out with a particular problem that the team is facing you go right just go walk look and write or would it just be you just go out and then see what emerges the answer is yes and yes both work now look when i did it (laughs) when i did it uh once and i talk that's good it's it's versatile then (laughs) it's a versatile technique the time I did it, I was, imagine this conversation, a client yeah. got in contact, they wanted to design an event for them, but for two weeks we hadn't been able to catch each other and all that type of stuff and so we're always missing each other. And then maybe 8 o'clock Thursday night, we get in contact and she goes, okay, here's the full brief. Great. When's it due? Tomorrow morning. Oh, so <laughs> oh, tomorrow lunchtime. And creatively spent because it was, I had a very 
busy few weeks and I thought, oh, how am I ever going to think of this? So in our little town, which is a little sort of beachside town, it's got lots of little shops and gift shops and all that type of stuff, I just wandered around. I had a coffee then I left the stuff there, wandered around, and I thought, well, have a look at everything you see. And when you start to look, you realise there are loads of ideas and inspirations that you hadn't seen before. And then I got back and I had 100 different ideas and I'm not sure how it all worked out, but from that I thought, oh, that could connect with that and that could connect with that. And, and all of a sudden that idea uh, sprung forth and, yeah, won that event. Now, I can't say it's perfect every time, but it's a really nice piece of that of that puzzle where you start to get that inspiration going. And I'm curious as to whether you have to write. You know you said put the phone away, and I get that. Yeah. Because <laughs> it could be a distraction. Could you walk, look, take a picture of? Or 100%. is it? Is there something in... Oh, okay. So I, I wondered if there was something in the writing or the practice of writing that actually engaged a different part of the brain in a different way, maybe, to taking a photo. But if I suppose a photo can similarly spark things and create a montage for you when you come back to the back to your office or whatever. Yeah, I, and look, I, there's how long's a piece of string here, John? So look, either of these could work. I literally had this conversation just last week around this. But I think the nice thing is when you're looking and writing you're removing that other piece of distraction so you're taking away that device but look to walk around and photograph ideas that's that's a a wonderful thing to do as well i think both of them work really really well and it's just reminded me of uh, another exercise i've done sometimes with teams which is to your point about synchronous and asynchronous sometimes when they're working on an issue or thinking around an idea that they're trying to work up creatively I do a one, two, four, eight. I may have mentioned it before, but it is the not allowing people to immediately come together and brainstorm or just discuss things out, but give people time on their own, the one, to go out and think, daydream, imagine, be curious, then to come together into a two, and then for the twos to come together into a four, and ultimately the four become the eight. And obviously you can multiply up and go as, as large as you want. But the idea is I start on my own before I come together and share anything with anybody and try to, to collaborate yeah, with anyone. Yeah, perfect, perfect. And there's a lot of science saying that your best thinking happens by yourself and also that, you know, brainstorming is BS and that type of thing. However, there's a mix of all of these pieces. That's the thing. This stuff isn't in a linear line as much as we would like it to be, John, as much as we like it to be. It's nothing is linear in this space of ideas and inspiration. And we all get our inspiration in different spots as well. So the short thing here today then, Simon, is get out, walk, look, really look, and take it all in, bring it back play it into whatever is the topic of the day and the key thing is write it down the reason writing is good it's a lot easier to edit about a thousand words than to edit a blank page so the more stuff you have that you can cross the out and pull back in is if you come back with a blank page and you go what'd you see oh you know a bit of stuff at least that's a record of what you've what you've seen which is why i like the idea of writing it down there's a, just a, a quick digression because I was just reading something around Picasso's work. And again, we like artists, we like philosophers, but Picasso, I saw something about the different plates he produced as he reduced this life drawing of a bull. So he'd drawn the bull or a bull. Yeah. And then each iteration then stripped it back to something simpler that could still represent the bull, 
in a simpler fashion. And he ultimately settled on just almost a line picture with about eight lines. And you can still go, that's a bull. And there was something in the creative process, which is about honing down. So it is, as you say, gather loads. But then the job of creating is to hone down to something that carries the essence of something. So I was quite intrigued by that. I like hey, it. Hey, I'm learning. Uh, but start, <laughs> I'm learning. About- start with a lot of inspiration first. And then, like you said, you can chuck away the inspiration that you don't need rather than I've got no inspiration. I'm going to build something mm. from that. There we go. Right, John. I think, the, I think we're us. done. I think that's, that's, a, that's a wrap. <laughs> so, look, as always, thank you for uh, joining us today. Check us out on our website, occupationalphilosophers.com. Follow us on our socials. All the details are on our website. Leave a rating, tell your friends. And as always, John, as always. We would say, stay curious, make stuff, play more, have fun, and date life.